And now, back to the Johnny B Show. Saturday nights, blue belly cigarillos, swishes make my throat hurt. Rolling up CPs in the side for me, light them up and let them both burn. Family feud, saying mom's confused. I feel that she doesn't wanna learn. But daddy's gone, say he's never home. And wishing only makes it Welcome back, welcome back. Guess this shouldn't be. Johnny B Show, hour number two on this lovely Monday night. Already in the middle of September, man, flying right by. I think it's technically fall already, but it's very ball sweaty here in Tampa still, so we're not going to get real happy until we get our first cold snap, like around Thanksgiving. It's not, it's not that bad, though, in the evening. It's I, went, right. I went out and ran this, this evening, and it was oh. actually kind of nice. Not bragging, I'm just Look saying. Look at me, everybody. I'm just saying I did, I did something, okay? Okay? That's great. You know, you ate 18 pounds of crab legs. I went for a run. We all have our skill sets. True. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm terrible at it. That's okay. Yeah. I do like the effort, though. Thank you, you know what I did tonight? I walked briskly oh. into the building from my car. Yes. And I was like, you know what? I feel a little nimble today. Like I was, uh, I was good. moving. I was putting one foot in front of the other uh, pretty well. I mean, I had to pee so bad, but that's that's why. But I was still. I was, you know, I was waddling pretty well. I was like, hey, 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 hey. Do you feel like maybe it'll be inspiration to keep it going and, you know, maybe go for a walk in the morning? Nope, or, not even no? a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, Ryan Adams is here as always. Hey, buddy. Hey. So Anna's out. She's not feeling too well tonight. Uh, well-deserved day off. Like, they get baseball players sometimes. Um, but I will say this. Uh, somebody has offered to replace her uh, tonight if uh, – if we'll have her, and if she can get here, I would definitely do it. But oh, really? Who's that? Taylor. Oh my sweet God! Taylor. Sweet Taylor said that uh, she would definitely replace. Oh uh, wow! Well, I, unfortunately, I think we already have that covered. I believe Rhett's going to stay over and to stay woke with me. Ooh, there you yeah. go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Every Monday night at ten o'clock, we do a thing called the Buck Break, where uh, we talk Buccaneer football with. Uh, Creative Loafing's Best of the Bay, Best Podcast in Tampa Bay, The Can of Fire Podcast. Rhett, Matthew, what's up, buddy? What up, playa? How you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? Oh, just dandy. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm a little bit tired. You know what do? You know, brisk hard. walk upstairs. It'll take a lot out of you, dude. Yeah. No, I took the elevator. I'm not an a-hole. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. Mm-hmm. You're in a perpetual state of tired, though. You're just, like, tired's your baseline. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, it's a mentality. I felt mm-hmm. pretty good over the weekend, you know. You got a lot of rest. You I was hate sleeping, a bunch. And, you know, and hanging out with a girl. And yeah. uh, telling, how did you get it on? Uh, telling jokes to strangers. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a lot of fun, man. No hanky panky, huh? I, you know, I don't really want to talk Why about not? my private life. You could just say yes or no. You don't have to like, you know, get into graphic detail or anything. I just don't think it's anybody's business. Why not? You know, of course it's nobody's business. Yeah. But, you know why not? I just don't think it's anybody's business what we do. Hopefully right. you treated her better than you treated those crowd I'm legs. just saying, sometimes things get in the way. You know what I mean? You have too much booze? No. You get whiskey D? No. Are, are you sure? You're looking at me like you might. No, I was, I was drinking beer. Oh, beer D. That no. happens too sometimes, man. Yeah, I get you. The, honestly, dude, don't be ashamed because if I drink bourbon now... I'm be 35 years old this year. Sometimes it doesn't, you know, doesn't stand at attention the way it used to. Kind of got to fold it in half. Fold Hope for the best. I mean, I'm glad you could read between the lines, Will. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was I trying, to, trying to let you know something. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Maybe. Sometimes you just can't do things you want to do, and mm-hmm. it's really out of your hands. <laughs> well, it's only in your hands. Yeah. With another man. What? Wait, did we have cheated on you? Man. No, God, oh. no. Jesus. I thought... I- I put on the wrong song. I put on the wrong song. God damn it. I didn't mean oh, it. Oh, Leah, you bitch. No, no, oh, how well, could you? She didn't do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who was it? Wow. That was an accident. Oh, my God. Oh, God With my your bad. friend? No. Holy crap. Whitmore? Oh, man. Oh, hell, oh that son know. of a bitch. No, no. I mean, I mean, He's I'm, dead. I was trying to play this. Hold on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hold on. Is this the same song? No, it's your mom. Okay, I'm playing songs with the word red in it. Oh, gotcha. I got you. Well, gotcha. she, she's got other other things that she can do. God you know? damn! Well, you played red, red wine, and I thought maybe that had to do that, with, with, like, alcohol. Yeah, that's oh, right. I, 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 I associated that with what Will was kind of putting oh, together yeah. there. Yeah, see, you're Idiot wrong here. You're wrong here. That's why you guys well, are all single. She's got other things she can do. Oh, wait, Rhett's not single. There's other other stuff, other, you know. See where I'm? See, see where I'm? Are you reading between the lines here? Your nose? Where I'm pointing I right now? Use your nose? No, I'm pointing at my mouth. Oh, hell yeah! <laughs> Next time, we'll use you know your what I'm mouth. talking about? I like it. Leah, get on it. Come on. All right. That's what you got to do. All right, I'll, I'll talk to her. All right. See what she says. Uh, I'm kidding. No, we were just very, very busy. Like, it was, we had a lot of stuff going on. You were eating crab legs. We got hammered every night. Yeah, we, that's when you bang. No. We, I don't have sex when I'm sober. Are you out of your mind? That's when you have sex is when you're drunk. I have seen the girls that hit on you on Bumble. and Yeah. I'd want to be drunk for that also. Oh, definitely. 100%. I, I, I get it. All right, let's talk some Bucks football, shall we? So, it is Victory Monday. I know it was Victory Friday because we played Thursday, but I wasn't here. So now we're doing a Victory Monday, plus it's the Bucks break on Monday nights. You know what it also is, Johnny? It's first place Monday because I don't know if you'd heard. Oh, I know. Buccaneers. First place Tied. in the NFC yeah. South. Tied. We are. Uh, yeah. Isn't that exciting? No, they're they're in like a commanding position, first place. Yeah, you right? go by oh, yeah. you go by like, points and points allowed, yeah, and then d- d- division wins. That's yeah. the only division thing putting wins. us on top is the division yep. win. Yeah, first place, Ryan, sole possession, pal. After two weeks. Let's uh, let's enjoy hey, it. Just right? enjoy it while it lasts. Hey, this is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers we're talking about. Yeah. So let's be honest with ourselves. Hey, How long yeah. are they going to be in first? Probably not long. But you guys remember? What? You guys remember like one calendar year ago, right? Like they were two and zero. Hey, yeah. Yeah. I shut your negative whore mouth. I had something pop up on my Instagram memories today. Uh-huh. I opened it up. First thing I saw on this day in 2018 was that picture of Fitz all iced up at the yeah. podium. I didn't like that when it happened. No. I everybody loved, I loved it. it. No, I, I was, was all about it. I yeah. thought it was a clown show, and I thought it was also bad luck. And I felt really, really kind of uh, eerie about it because I said, look, he's up there all cocky. I Because the joke was, let's stay humble. I know. Well, the thing is, is I've, I've kind of – I've paid attention to his career, and I've seen how up and down, more down his career has been, and I knew that the the floor was going to fall out under him. I, everybody's like, oh, my God, this guy's the best. Trade Jameis. Cut Jameis, I heard. I'm like, what are you talking about? This guy's about to start throwing to the other team real soon, and he did. It was almost like he went from the, the, the best in the league. It was a, a two record-breaking games. And then he just went to doo doo. No, well, he had a 
He had a stellar performance Sunday throwing three interceptions and a 43-0 loss. Yeah. Wasn't it kind of – he wasn't sucking it up. He was kind of doing well, but no. Jameis was back off suspension, so they either had to play Pittsburgh, Jameis or – Pittsburgh game was when he started really sucking it he up. Had a like, decent he, game. He almost won he, that game. Uh, he threw like a pick six and two interceptions in the yeah. first half. Well, what about the Chicago game when the, the first half he we were down 35 to nothing? He was completely throwing to the Bears, and that's when they threw Jameis in. It was that he came in yeah. off the right. suspension. right. And then they gave Jameis the start after that. It, it, the whole thing was just effed up, man. It it, it didn't do anything for Jameis's confidence. He, uh, well, Cutter was also – I mean, there was even a point where Cutter came out and said he wanted Fitz to start the whole year. He wanted to bench Jameis. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like you said, what does that do for a guy's confidence? Not Cutter, very much. Cutter also said he wanted Mariota, you know, so <laughs> – uh, when we drafted Jameis, so yeah. you know what I'm saying. Uh, anyway, so that that's the past. Now we're looking to the future, and if you look at the Bucks schedule, and maybe I'm getting to let's let's talk about the game first. So, I uh, I got very lucky, as a matter of fact. I was on stage in Daytona, and I was so upset because I booked this gig a couple of months ago. Didn't realize I was booking it during a football game, and until a couple of weeks ago, it dawned on me I'm going to be doing an eight o'clock comedy show in another city while the Bucks are on TV. So I'm watching. I got the TV on in the corner of the place, and I'm watching the pregame. The openers are up there doing their thing. Um, it was pretty cool. I watched one guy do a guest set and completely just die on stage. <laughs> I, did you I, see I, my Instagram story? I did, and I was listening really hard, oh waiting for something God. funny to happen. And no. It was the saddest thing. He came up to me and talked to me before the show, and he's like got his little notebook and stuff, and he has this like Seinfeld type, type of like – like a whole presence. This is Ocala or Daytona? Daytona, right? Uh -huh. I mean, he's a nice kid, but he's just like, hey, up, do it against that. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> right? Yeah. So he gets up there, and I haven't seen somebody bomb that bad in a long time to, to the point where nobody smiled. Oh, man. They were holding their breath just in case an exhale may have sounded like a chuckle. It was <laughs> bad. He kept saying, like, he would, he had no punchlines, really. And he would say a line and bomb, and he'd go, Okay, well, anywho, Oof. anywho, was he? Yeah. Is he a guy who's from Daytona? I don't know. I don't care. Because if yeah. he was, then that's exactly why. So he yeah. comes up to me after he bombs. He walks up to me and he just sits down next to me and he's quiet. And I just looked over. I went, "Yeah, they're a little tight tonight." <laughs> that's all I said. And then he went to try to talk to me, and I just turned and kept looking at the TV, and. Until I felt oh, him leave. He wanted oh, to, oh no. man, he wanted to talk to nah, you. Nah, dude, I never want to talk to that guy ever again. I bet it was oh, like man. that Demarcus Lawrence situation with the kid asking him for an autograph yeah, on his Giants jersey. I just did Look, I didn't, there's no advice I could have gave this guy that wasn't, you know, recommending some sort of a suicide. Like, so I just wanted to leave him oh, alone. It was shoot. bad. Anyway, so I knew I was going to miss a chunk of the game because I was doing, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. When I got off stage, it's second quarter. I didn't know what, I didn't know there was a rain delay. It was almost like some higher power is like, let's just hold this game off for Johnny B, man. He's telling his jokes right now. You know what's funny is that when the rain delay happened, I was looking at the radar, too, and it was literally only a patch of rain over Charlotte, and that was it. Well, I read that nowhere I, else in the state. I read the day after that uh, Charlotte never gets rain in September. Like, like it's one of the, historically one of the driest places in the country in September, and that night they just happened to get some lightning and some rain, so... Um, but what I read was that the Bucks uh, had a big fourth down stop right before the rain delay. Yep. And people were fearing that this rain delay was going to kind of uh, throw us into a funk, take us out of our rhythm, kill our momentum. 
didn't do that at all. No, yeah, and that was that was a big thing. Like when I was watching the game, they go into the locker room, and I'm like, all right, well, how are they going to respond to this? Because yeah. we've seen it before. This team gets a 30 minute break after a huge stop, and then they can't produce. So I'm glad they were ultimately able to hold their own. And that defense, man, they had a hell of a night against Carolina. I haven't looked at the stats of the of the entire NFL, but if I had to guess after two weeks where the defense is ranked. I would say the Patriots are probably number one because they have pretty much shut out two teams in a row and the pick sixes they have and everything. But I think the Bucks got to be second or third. Statistically, they are just so stout. I'll say they're top ten. I don't know about top five just because I haven't looked at the stats either, to be honest. I mean, they've allowed one touchdown. They've got a pick six. they got multiple turnovers, four sacks, all Shaq Barrett. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they really are just aggressive and swarming. And they look like a team that, that the rest of the league should fear. I don't want to get too happy it's two weeks. But if this can become a trend and we could get that that old Bucks persona of our offense is okay, but our defense is going to murder you, yeah, I'd be okay with that. The defense is ranked look, seventh right now. This is a fantasy football ranking, but it's a, a good indicator, yeah. you know. No, but I mean, seven. that's the identity that this 2019 Bucks team is building is that our defense is going to kick your ass. Our offense is, they'll keep up with you. Right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, like you said, Christian McCaffrey, one of the best dual threat running backs in the league, a guy who always seems to give us hell, he only had 37 yards on Thursday night. It was it was so – I watched the game over again when I got home from, uh, from Daytona yesterday in Ocala. And they just – they swarm so much. It's like it's like bees. No matter who has the ball, whether it was Cam, whether it was him, um, or, or if they throw a screen to a receiver, there's five people hitting them. And that is – it's so refreshing to see that attitude change. And it really makes you hate Mike Smith that much more. That's Todd Bull's defense, yeah. baby. Warren Sapp said he would give up, like, everything he had, all of his credentials, everything that he's done to play on a Todd Bull's defense. And, I mean, we saw that on display. I mean, you see the, almost the same personnel that Mike Smith had that was just the most inept, horrible defense I've ever seen. And they're out there, you know, looking like uh, the 85 Bears at times. It's like, how the hell is, is Todd Bowles that good? The answer is, yeah, he is that good. Oh, so, yeah. He's a damn good coordinator. It, it makes me super happy. And, and they were interviewing him uh, after the game. And I think I, I can't remember which one of the, the reporters asked him. Is it? It almost seemed like you knew what plays they were calling before they called him. He just smiled. It was like, oh, so pimp. You know what I mean? So I'm very excited about that, and, and I hope that the trend continues. Um, let's, let's, uh, let's talk about your, your favorite player on defense. I mean, obviously, are, are you going with Shaq Barrett on this one? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. I like Shaq Barrett a lot. I thought the signing was great. And yeah. I, I remember being so pissed because everybody on Twitter was like, oh, is he good? Like, is he good? He's a backup for Denver, so, like, how good is he going to be? All that stuff. He's a great player, but my breakout player, and I've picked this guy on the podcast for the past three years to break out, and he hasn't done it, but he's finally playing like a first-round pick. That's Vernon Hargrave's oh, third. Yeah. He's my favorite, too. God, he has stepped it up. Yeah, 12 tackles and that final tackle to seal the game. I was in the middle of this bar, and by that time – the crowd had cleared out from the comedy show, and it was a Thursday. And it was, a, you know, it's a town a little outside of Daytona, so it was really my girlfriend and I and the staff. And one of the girls, this girl Brittany, was wearing a Jameis jersey. She was a Bucks fan. It was really three of us paying attention. And when he knocked Christian McCaffrey out of bounds, 
I smacked the bar so loud. It hurt my hand, and I screamed. And my girlfriend doesn't understand football, doesn't like football, but loves me. I saw her look at me like, wow, that, this guy's really happy. Right? <laughs> I was so happy. I, <laughs> well, I, I went out to uh, I went out to Ferg's on Central Avenue in St. Pete for a watch party we were doing. And um, I brought my girlfriend with me. Bree came out. We had a great time. But she truly saw me in my element in crunch time of a Bucks game because that last drive when the Panthers were making their way down the field, we all thought the they referees, were going to score, and the referees did everything <laughs> yeah. they could, yeah, to make sure the Buccaneers didn't win this game. I was walking back and forth. I'm pacing around the bar, yeah. and then when it finally happened, they made the stop. I'm hugging people I've never met before. I'm screaming at the top yeah. of my lungs, dude. It was great. Well, nobody thought that was going to happen because I didn't watch the game live, but I saw the replay of that play and I went, crap, he, he's going to run through Hargraves. Yeah. And that's what I was expecting. We were so beaten down from the past few years, so I just thought it was going to be a touchdown, Christian it, McCaffrey. It, and I, to watch that, I was like, I slapped the, the table too. It was so yeah. exciting. I was like, yeah. holy crap. Yeah. Finally. But here's the thing. like, If you're the Carolina Panthers, it's fourth and one. There's one play normally. Why the hell not? Do you just hand it to Cam Newton, your six foot four quarterback? Quarterback dive. That's what. That's what. That's what you do with Tom Brady. Tom Brady's perfect on fourth downs, uh, yeah. pretty much, uh, with the quarterback sneak. Here's the reason, uh, in my opinion, two reasons. Number one, they don't trust Cam anymore because he is he's done. He is. Oh yeah, he he's on the decline. Broken, horrible, Grandma. narcissist. Yeah, head scarf wearing, weird Thelma and Louise old lady looking, just shell of his former self. They don't trust him with a, and they don't trust their O line to be able to push Vita Vea and Damakon Sue in the middle of the line for a quarterback sneak for one foot. They didn't trust him. That that's the thing too. If Cam would have gone down into the pile and dove in, you know, to try and pick up the first down, they wouldn't have found him. They would have just found his helmet because yeah. Sue and Vea would have just been Some dust. Up. Yeah. He would have been like a true blood vampire to walked outside just glitter and dust and he's and he's dead. Yep. Uh and in a pair, pair of fancy shoes like Wizard of Oz. Um but I love watching Cam fail because he's my most hated player. I can't stand him. Never have oh, been yeah. able to stand him. And this year I just keep thinking of the Gerald McCoy, uh, where he runs up in training camps. One man's trash is another man's treasure, and he makes that weird face, that big smile. Did you see? Did you see before the game the clip of Gerald McCoy? He's oh. like, "Oh, we have the audio." I'm so glad that yeah. you asked because uh, yes, we have that clip, and it got me heated. Um, let's see here. Boom, boom, boom. Let me find her. Yeah, I believe I want to say Jenna Lane retweeted it. Yeah, um, she retweeted it was on uh, the uh, NFL. On yeah, Fox's it was on tweet NFL on Fox. So let me let me play this because, dude, this pissed me off because Gerald has said that he wants to retire. He, he will retire a Buccaneer. I don't buy it. Okay, but then you say this, and I know he's trying to get the team hyped up, but the disrespect when he says, you know, what he said. And by the way, he's the worst at hyping a team up when he played for the Bucks. The pregame hype speech is the worst. It's like he's doing it in a library with no energy, like he's anemic. Oh, by the way, he's vegan now. So is Cam Newton, uh, which uh, goes to show you guys, uh, tell your kids to eat their meat if they want to have some some strength in themselves. Sorry, vegans. I know it's trendy. All right, here he is firing up the defense. I've been watching y'all dominate this group for years. But from the other side, don't nothing change tonight. Only thing that changed... I'm about to do it with you. Let's get it, boys. Here we go. Hey, trenches on three. One, two, three. 
I've been watching you dominate these guys for years. Yeah, he's been watching because he hasn't done a damn thing. Right. And, 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 and then he goes, the only difference is I get to do it with you. You piece of doo-doo. Those are your friends over there, you jerk. I, I know you're upset by this. This doesn't really bother me. He's not a Buccaneer anymore. He's yeah. a Carolina Panther. He's out there to kill that that other it team. It is not, but I think the biggest thing with Gerald McCoy and why so many Bucks fans hate him is because he left and then basically on national TV self-proclaimed himself in the same territory as guys like Warren Sapp. Yeah. And uh, Rondé Barber, Simeon Rice. Yeah, he, he said he's a top 10 Buccaneer. He thinks he's a Bucks legend. And to be frank, he played with a lot of bad teams, but he never did anything to help this franchise. Well, he, he, like, we never got to the playoffs with him. Yeah, here's the here's the thing. As far as top 10, I mean, he might actually be up there. I, I, no. I was, look, I was listening to a lot of national media when he said all that stuff, and a couple of them were like, I think it was uh, Chris Carter said, you know, he probably isn't wrong that he's a top 10 buck of all time. No shot. But he didn't do anything individually to propel any defense he was ever on. Statistically, you can't argue he's one of the top 10 oh, yeah. def- defenders he's, in buck history. He's definitely yeah. one of the best defensive tackles, you know, to play the three-tech position these past few years. He deserves every Pro Bowl that he went to. But at the end of the day, what does that do for Tampa Bay? We didn't make the playoffs. We never mean, had any postseason appearances he, he had with a good, him. He had a good get-off, right? Like, in the three technique. And then get, he would run past the that's, play. That's the thing. They schemed to use his skill against him. How many, how many teams would just run right past him? Like, they knew exactly how to beat him. So he was ineffective most of the time. And what he only had a couple of good years with sack numbers. I mean, he was averaging most of the time five, six sacks a year. Yeah, but at the nose tackle position, I three know. tech, you're not going to get a ton. I know, but he, I think he got more Pro Bowls because he's just popular. Because he's I just, hate Pro Bowls. He's a look-at-me guy. He's a guy walking out in a kimono. He's a guy, like, always in front of a camera when he can be in front of a camera, cheesing, you know, like... That's why him and Cam are the best of friends, though. Yeah, dude. It's just annoying. I like the humble guys. I like the guys that produce and just kind of stay in their lane. I mean, obviously, Warren Sapp wasn't one of those. But you know what? Warren Sapp is top three best ever. Like Warren Sapp backed it up. He's a if Hall he, of Famer. If Warren Sapp said he was going to bust your ass, he busted your ass. He used, to, he used to. My favorite is when he would skip through the other team's warm-up. That was the badasses. He would do. He'd be in Lambeau Field, skipping through the warm up, just daring fifty three people to fight him, and nobody would do a damn thing to Warren Sapp because he was just that badass. Put a jersey on. Oh, when he told the coach that, that yeah. was a dirty block though. But yeah, <laughs> that was filthy. He almost killed that poor guy. But um, but yeah, I, I just I don't see him as one of the best Buccaneers ever. I think you could take. 20 players off the Super Bowl team, and I would say they were more significant than him. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is. And you know what? Even if you were, you can't say you were because you're all mad because somebody's got your number. Yeah, you don't give yourself that title. God, you look a little bitch, man. God, I'm sorry. And I think it all depends on what your standards are for naming a player as one of the best of all time. Because, again, like I said, statistically – there is no argument. He's statistically one of the best defensive linemen to ever come through this 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 franchise. Yeah, well, but we didn't have a whole lot, so there's not there's not a lot of catalog there. All right, let's get back to the game. So we both agree, Vernon Hargraves obviously uh, was my favorite. Um, I mean, Shaq Shaq Barrett. Obviously, I mean, I I think I think Vita Vea quietly was one of the best players on the field the other day too. Oh yeah, because when he wasn't making plays, he was just disrupting. 
the entire middle of that offensive line. He was a problem. Well, and that's the beauty about what this front seven brings to the table, especially your big guys, Vita Vea and Dominica Sue. Sue was brought here to make guys like Vita Vea's job easier, mm-hmm. and he's doing a great job so far. Um, and, I mean, that initial push that they always get, Especially that's how they're plugging all the run holes and they're holding Christian McCaffrey to 35 yards. They're doing a great job of just working him in there. It's and- the opposite of, of last year and the year before where at the snap you would watch our defensive line move back two yards. Now they're moving forward two yards. So mm-hmm. they, they're they owning that line of scrimmage, they're, and that's how you win. They're winning that oomph battle yeah. right at the beginning. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's kind of like two guys in, in a playground getting ready to fight in middle school <laughs> And the kid, you know, one kid pushes the other kid, and the other kid pushes the other kid, and then the then the, the 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 batter kid pushes the kid to the ground. That kid, he won the fight, right? Pretty much. We're the bad act. We're the badass kid now, pushing the other kid to the ground instead of being the one pushed down and going, "Okay, I'm going to tell the teacher you knocked me on the ground." Did you see that picture of all the Bucks linemen on the sideline? Yet Indomica Sue, yeah. I think Nacho, uh, Nacho was in Nacho there. Nacho was in it. Yeah. It, one of the funniest comments I'd ever seen. Ugliest defensive line in the NFL, and I Good. think it's, I think it's kind of true. These guys are monsters. I don't want pretty defensive no. linemen, and that that's what they've been lacking for so many years is that that dog. I mean, Gerald was a nice guy. I don't he's, like he's, sorry, he's a Ben. I don't either. He's no. a, I'm he's sorry, a, Ben. Let me help you back up. He's a nerd. He's a nerd. He yeah. likes uh, superheroes and stuff. I'm, great guy, and he did a sorry. lot for the community and everything. But he didn't have that. You need that mean Adamakon Sue, borderline dirty. You know, yes. player to really get you, you wanted the t- the offensive line to be afraid of those guys across. You. I don't think anybody was afraid of Gerald McCoy. That's no. how you set the tone, man. Right. That's how you set the tone. Big ugly guys who can play football and can ki- uh, beat you up. Think about think about old school football, and I still hold on to a lot of this because I think you could still have that element of fear without getting fined again, kicked off the field. I think of like Hardy Nickerson. He was the guy that really changed the attitude for the Bucks in the 90s, and we got him in free agency from the Steelers. He was just a no-nonsense, mean SOB, and he sparked this attitude even before, like, Tony Dungy got here and stuff. Like, he he kind of changed the culture himself a little bit, but then you look back at other great, mean players, guys that were ugly. Like, you go back to, like, the, the you have to Google this because you were, you were not born, but if you go back to, like, the Steelers' defenses. Jack Lambert. Lambert. Yeah, just, man. He had like four teeth in his mouth. He's and my favorite player of all time. Next to him, you got Jack Ham. These guys, Ham mean and Joe Lambert. Green. Yeah, Mean Joe Green, Mel Blunt. You just got these guys that would just take your goddamn head off. Even right? Franco you- Harris. He, you know, he's playing in the secondary. He's a mean dude. Uh, well, Franco Harris is a fullback, but yeah. Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine. What am I thinking of? I don't know. <laughs> Immaculate reception. That's Franco Harris. That's Franco Harris. He called it as a fullback. No! Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. You're so Forget cute. what I said, dude. No, you were born in 1990. I don't know. Were you? What, what year 1990? We'll roll with that one. Uh, 89. 89. 98. 98, yeah. 90. Oh, my God. You're not 30? You're a baby. Uh, 727-579-1025-800-771-1025. Um, okay, your favorite offensive player? It's got to be pretty simple. Probably got the same guy. I like Mike. He's uh, he's very sparse, but Chris Godwin has really stepped up, and he had a great game against Carolina. 125 yards and a touchdown, and he, he doesn't drop passes. He's like the anti-Paraman. Yeah. So do you think, and I think we'll probably agree on this too, do you think they should, uh, they should definitely look to putting uh, somebody else in that third spot this week, trying them out against the Giants? Because I – I'm sorry, Perriman, but he's dropped a couple of really big oh, passes no, he, now. He dropped the one in the end zone. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. You look at Jameis Winston. Um, 
he didn't have a super productive game, but the way this defense is playing, he doesn't have to be super productive. All he has to do is not turn the ball over and be a game manager. But yeah. the throws that he had were right in the breadbasket. Yeah. And Brashad Perryman couldn't catch him. Mm-mm. So the Buccaneers carried a lot of wide receiver talent into the season. You got guys like Justin, Justin Watson, Watson, Scotty Miller. I like Bobo Wilson on returns, but even if they want to throw him in there, he's a talented guy who has caught Fast. more than Perryman has. Fast, and he has chemistry with uh, Jameis back in Florida State. So, oh, yeah. Anybody that will catch the damn ball, I don't care who it is. It could be Franco Harris. Uh, will, who's your favorite uh, defense and offensive player? I got to go with Shaq Barrett on defense. Just yeah, those, just such three sacks alone were in fantastic. one quarter. Yeah, two and two in a row. Two in a row. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, awesome. yeah. Three uh, sacks in seven minutes of playing time. Pretty sexy. On offense, I mean, I didn't really get a chance to watch a game because I was here. But I mean, I don't know. I thought Peyton Barber was was. Uh, He's all right. Yeah, he was definitely uh, notable. Also, like he ran the ball very powerfully. He had a touchdown run. Yeah, yeah. So I mean. I I, th- I think the offensive line needs to get a little bit more credit, too. I thought they did a little bit better job of uh, pass protection, and they're opening up running lanes, and nobody's really talking about it. So. Yeah, that's one of the most improved things about them so far mm-hmm. is the run blocking because they're allowing guys like Ronald Jones, who had a big game against San Francisco, and Peyton Barber, who had a good game. And I'll talk about that in a second. But the offensive line, the run blocking is looking good. These guys are improved. They just have to be disciplined. All right, so we do our predictions every week. Last Wednesday we did our predictions, and you came in for that. That was awesome. Um, now we're going to find out how accurate we were, who was the closest, and, uh, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't want to brag, but I think I know who it is. Huh? Okay, Will, you got the results, right? I do. That's right. The final score of the Bucks game was the Buccaneers 20, Carolina Panthers 14. Right. Johnny, you were the closest in your prediction with the Bucks at 16, Panthers 13, and uh, everybody else just was way off. Uh, Ryan did pick the Bucks to win, 24 to 17. I picked the Panthers, which this is my strategy I'm going to do from now on. I'm going to pick whoever the Bucks are playing because they seem to do better when I bet against them. I'm okay with that. Yep. So I, I picked the Bucks, or I picked the Panthers, 27 to 24. Anna picked uh, the Panthers big. 32 to 14, and her MVP was Ronte D'Angelo, which he had a fantastic game, by the way. He was good. Yeah, yeah. he was great. White guy. And Rhett picked uh, the Panthers, 28 to 24. Okay. So, Johnny, you were the closest. I will say this uh, bet the under. If you're a gambling person, until they show you something different, just bet the under on these games because the Bucks aren't going to score a ton of points right now. And their defense isn't going to allow a ton of points, well, it doesn't look like. They're playing the Giants this week, right? Yeah. Isn't the Giants Bobo? They have one good player. Bad. That's Saquon Barkley, and the Bucks are allowing about two and a half yards of carry right now. So it doesn't they might light it up this week. They could light it up on offense. On paper, week. it doesn't look good for the Giants. But you know what? These are NFL football teams, and anything can happen. Any mm-hmm. given Sunday, you can't overlook these teams. No. And, and that's the thing about the Bucks too. We're going to find out who they are because at the end of the day, good teams beat bad teams. Absolutely. Um, let's take a break and come back. I do want to talk a little bit more Bucks when we come back. Okay. Because some things happened within our division in the last, I don't know, 24 hours or so that are really kind of – things are falling in place for a miracle season for the Bucks. And we'll let you know how and what the hell I'm talking about uh, when we come back from this break. Also coming up, um, we'll have our meltdowns. Monday Night Meltdowns. If you have something that's been pissing you off, call us up. We'll take your meltdowns. Don't go anywhere. It's the Johnny B Show. Everybody scream. Fire the cannons. It's time to get this W. What? It's the Johnny B Show on 102.5 The Bone. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.